This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I saw um, Haunted Mansion last night too, which is coming out this weekend uh, with Disney. And that was another movie I went in with low, low, low expectations. I mean, really low expectations, especially just after the hype of this big weekend with Barbie and Oppenheimer. And Mm -hmm. I will tell you, it was, for what it was, just taking it on a surface level, Enjoyable. It was an enjoyable, breezy two hours. That's awesome. And what yeah. age What age kiddo do you think would like it? This is not... Okay, first of all, it's a PG-13 movie. Really? Of, so if your kids are scared on the Haunted Mansion ride, this is a little bit more terrifying. So I would, you know, gauge that maybe 10 and up for this PG-13 film. And it really is just the scary images. There's nothing in terms of like sex there's no violence it's just that you know they're all of these ghosts that come out and they've got an axe with them so you know you might not want to deal with the the nightmares after it if you bring your six or seven year olds no i can understand that now is this is the same haunted mansion as before just a redo of it yes so it is a reboot of the haunted mansion movie that came out previously of course but I will say it's fun for people who are Disney folks. Disney adults will like this. There's a lot of imagery from the ride. You'll go, oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that. And so that's kind of fun. There's a lot of great cameos in this. Danny DeVito's in it. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Um, and they just kind of like pop up in these like quirky characters. And it's kind of fabulous that way. Um, yeah, I, I agree. And what I like, you know, the Disney was really hoping to make a big splash with this. They were... They had planned on a Disneyland premiere out by the ride. All the celebrities come out. But the day before, the SAG strike was announced. So they had to turn it into a fan event. And then Disney characters walk the red carpet instead. So they're like, yay, look, it's Cruella DeVille here at the Disneyland red carpet for Haunted Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you guys ridden uh, Haunted Mansion before? No, I have never. Mm. Is it scary? No, it's lame. The really? ride sucks. Boo to the when ride. You're little. Did you ride it when you were little, Rudy? Like no, when you I, were like No, but even like my daughter and my niece, I mean my niece was 8 when we went on it. My daughter was 14 at the time. So yeah, so this past summer and even they were like, okay, like whatever. I, I, well, you know what the problem is? We had already done Guardians the of Guardians of the, of the Galaxy and we had already done Avatar and we had already done Tron. So by the time you get to Haunted Mansion, you're just like, okay, wow, there's a, there's a floaty guy. Great. Like what a waste remember, of an hour in a line. This is, this is one of the original rides that uh, Walt Disney created. So it goes back. It's, it was started here in Disneyland, obviously moved over to Magic Kingdom, but mm-hmm. um, they don't do a lot. You know what I mean? It's one of those rides that when it's like blazing hot, you're like, let's go in the Haunted Mansion. It'll be nice and cool for the next 20 minutes while I'm here in line. So, uh, but I think, you know, for the classic Disney adults, they always prefer the rides that, that Walt built. Yeah. I mean, like that, the Peter Pan, the Pirates of the Caribbean, it was just so lackluster. Because when you finally got to those big rides, you were, like, blown away. I bet. Yeah, but the Peter Pan ride, we waited an hour and 45 minutes to get on that thing. And then it took, I don't know, um, three and a half minutes to cruise in the ship that just sort of floats above England. And then you just get done, and you come out the other side, and you're like, wow, that was two hours of our day. (laughs) Just gone for a terrible ride. And that's been, that was, that's a recent renovation, too, on that Peter Pan. Can you imagine Mm -hmm. what it looks like before? Uh, No. (laughs) No. It's for little kids. I mean, that's what it's for. It is. And they just, you know, Disneyland, 
wasn't built, especially I'm talking about the California park, but it really wasn't built for the crowd, the crowds that we have today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're waiting like two hours in line for some of these things. If you have a little kid and you go to the park, Fantasyland can take a really long time to get through some of those rides. Now, how many fast passes can you buy? I don't, Catherine does that. I don't even know. Well, now you do the Genie Plus, which um, if the ride has the Genie Plus line, it'll allow you to go through. Otherwise, you can buy a couple of individual um, lightning lanes, but it really is better to make the investment and do Genie Plus Mm -hmm. if you want to get through the park and make the most bang for your buck. I got lucky because I knew someone that works down there and they gave us a guide for the entire tour of of Disney World. Those are expensive. I guess they're like five grand a day or something. Yeah. And did you tip your guide? Because you're supposed to tip the guide. Oh, no, I definitely tipped the guide because I didn't, you know, have to pick up the other parts. So. I'm just double checking because that's how they make their money. You don't know me too well, do you? <laughs> Catherine booked it and she was like, no, it's free. I swear to God, it's, we got the hookup. No, we're yeah, not, there definitely you go. not paying for this, for this, sure. This guy's just well, following us around. <laughs> no, because a lot of people don't know to tip. They just like go, okay, great, thanks so much, because they assume that because they paid, you know, their five grand for the day for their VIP tour. People can call in right now. If there's a better tipper in the Twin Cities than me, I'd like to know who it is. I'll be honest, I don't think I would have known to tip. Like, really? Because you're, you're paying like five thousand for a, a tour, and it seems so formal. Like, yeah. it's almost would be. I would worry that would be offensive to be tipping in that field. Like, it almost be like, should I? My gyno, when she's down there, like, throw her 20 as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, she probably should. It's a hell of a job. Um, let me put it that way. You know, I Some mean. Some medical offices are doing tipping now, too, by the way. That's wild. They are? That's, the tipping culture has gotten out of control. Can you imagine, weird. like, going for. And I also heard that a plumber, like, they'll hand you the bill and be like, okay, you owe, you know, $200 for us to uh, fix your toilet. And then there's a tipping option. That's Would wild. Would you tip your plumber? No. I would never think to do that. No. Uh, but then if they present it to you, you go, oh, it gets, it's that awkward moment. Yeah, no, that's, uh, like, I, we just got to charge me what is enough for you to do the job and to get you have a good life. Please don't add tipping to most of these things. It's too much. I don't know. Should I t- tip Tom? Thanks for a great show. And then he tips me. And then Rudy, we all just tip each other in a big circle. Kristen, should we be tipping you? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and my cat. You need my, you know, my cat deserves for her cameos every morning. <laughs> it's just wild. I get a tip for all of you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I, my mother was a diner waitress. I'm big into tipping. I don't know if I tip my plumber. I, I don't know. I never thought of that. Yeah, same. Although I'm never around for that kind of stuff anyway, so I, I wouldn't be there to tip him anyway. The Yeah. I, yeah. I just was going to say that the whole conversation around like tipping culture has gotten out of control because now it's like you just go and pick up your donut and they're like, would you like to tip? So I think a lot of people are having conversations about that versus tipping your waiter. I think people understand that. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of services now that they're asking if you want to tip. And I think that came out of the pandemic. And a lot of people tipped extra during the pandemic because people were working in relatively dangerous conditions and dealing with really horrible customers because everyone was angry. Yeah. Um, and they weren't but now able that we're on the other part. side of it, what do you do? Yeah, we weren't able to go get a, a sit at a table, so we would just treat every pickup as, um, you know, 20%. Like, normally you'd throw, like, 15%, 10% on if you're just grabbing and going. But at the pandemic time, we would, you know, obviously give 20% mm-hmm. or more right. um, for pickup because we're, like, trying to keep things in business. 
But I feel like that never stopped. And now it feels wrong to not give 20% even if I'm just grabbing and going because it's like that precedent has been set. Um, but yeah, did, I don't know. Did you see the video of the pizza delivery guy? Yeah, the five bucks on What like, an asshole. I cannot imagine. Gives, I can Gives the guy 25% tip and he goes, well, aren't you cheap? It's too nice of a house or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Too, your house. Yeah, in a nice it house. was. Yes, yeah. you gave right. a five dollar tip, and then you find out like the actual <laughs> price of the meal was twenty. Yeah, it was twenty bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he gave her a twenty. She gave him a twenty five percent tip, and he still bitched. Should I be tipping my babysitters? Like I'm actually <laughs> asking. We have a currently we have the next door neighbor Maggie watching her from eight thirty to ten thirty. Am I supposed to add a tip to that? I think I you're, if you're paying her in cash, I think you're good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when I delivered pizzas, there was a uh, there was a lady that I delivered to, and I'll never forget the, the amount of the pizzas. It came to forty eighty, forty dollars eighty cents. Oh, yeah, buck twenty. And huh? I said, hey, uh, so you know, forty eighty. And the lady gave me a fifty, and I was like, oh, thanks. So I put the fifty in my pocket. I said, you, you know, you want any change? She goes, no, 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 you keep the rest. I was like, all right. So I. I Go about the rest of my day. I get back to the pizza place the next morning. My boss goes, did you take $9 from a lady? I said, what are you talking about? She goes, well, a lady called and said you stole $9 from me. I said, what do you mean? She was like, the lady said that when you got to the door, you told her it was 48 And she gave you a 50 for a $2 tip. But we looked, but then she realized it was 4080 and she said you stole nine dollars from her. I was like, I didn't steal anything. I I thought she was being generous. She made me drive all the way back to her house and give her back the nine dollars. And then she handed me a dollar. And so was very angry about it. How but 4080 is not 48. It's not 48. She heard 48 yeah, when that's I her said problem. that's what I said. And yeah, so she made me drive and it was a, it was in North Man it was uh, up on the hill in Mankato kind of right next to where the hospital is. So it must have been like a cuz it was the middle of the afternoon like noonish. So it must have been either like a doctor's wife or somebody who was cuz it was in a very ritzy yeah. you know, affluent part of town. Yeah, made me drive all the way back, hand her back $9 and then she God. gave me $1 and said you need to be more careful. I was something like that. Yeah. I can't believe knowing you. I'm I, mortified. I was just like, I knowing just who you are, like through and through, <laughs> like, I'm surprised you didn't say something. Well, I do have another question because that, that would be a 25% tip. So she didn't want to tip you that much anyway? I guess not. No. What, what well, $9. Yeah. So it would have been, so essentially she would have been giving me a $2 tip and then took away that $2 tip and then gave me a $1 tip. I would have like left the dollar on the doormat. Yeah, I, I, what I should have done is just I laid it down that. and went, you obviously need this more than I do. I know. That's, see, I'm surprised you didn't do something like that knowing you, Rudy. Yeah. Like, but I got to go. It was actually 40-80, correct? 40-80, yeah. So she essentially she gave me a $9 tip on accident. By accident. By yeah. accident. So $9.20 and then realized that she had made a mistake and made me dry. Now, if that what? were to happen, why wouldn't you just go, you know what? It's that kid's lucky day. I was... At the time, I was barely 18 years well, old. Well, the thing is, what's funny is you always have to remember, this woman has to live with herself. The fact that she was laying in bed, miserable, all night over <laughs> yeah, that right. money just shows you who she is as a person. Yeah, like yeah. That And then had to call your boss. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and the amount of time and effort she has put into that, like, she's earned that money in the crazy way that she has to live with herself for the rest of her life. Yeah. Like, that's a crazy person. Awful. Awful. Great comparison. Um, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, what was his name again? Way, way back in the day, he's an announcer now. Blonde guy. Troy Aikman. Yeah. Troy Aikman. There you go. Troy Aikman, uh, 
went knocked on the door of a, I believe it was a Chinese restaurant. There was no place open in town. I don't even remember what town he was in. He was doing covering football. Mm-hmm. Knocked on the door because he saw workers inside. The people let him in, made him dinner. He and his buddy, there were two of them. They let him in. They went out of their way, made him dinner. He left a $10,000 tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So there are two cool. sides to yes. every story. Aren't yes. there? Sure. God. I was like, oh, no, don't tell me. This is going in a bad I direction. Know. <laughs> I know, right? No, no, no. Troy Aikman, I guess, is a very nice. I've never talked to him or anything, but I, I guess he's a very nice man. That's what I've heard anyway. That's awesome. And to give somebody a $10,000 tip is pretty good. That's great. And no like, question. I mean, that, that story will be told forever. How cool is that? Okay, young lady, I have a tip for you. Hit the road. There's your tip. Get out of here. I will see you in about an hour. Looking forward to ish. it. Thank you very much. Hour ish. Heavy hours, on the ish. Yeah, two hours. Heavy good. on the ish. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Thank you. We got to take a break here. Be right back in a couple of seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> I keep looking at this because they write at the very top of the script, because I don't pre read scripts. Mm-hmm. The very top, it always says, please feel free to add your own thoughts with this script. Totally. And I almost say that every time, but I don't. So thank God. Uh, we've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. This is one of those topics that can get uncomfortable to talk about. But the truth is, uh, if new technology can improve your life by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, why wouldn't we all want to talk about it? I agree with that. If, if you have a problem with erectile dysfunction, why do you care talking about it? Yeah. Doesn't mean you're less lesser than. Oh, my God, no. Who it's, cares? I mean, that's something wrong with your body or something going on with your body. Exactly. So it's not that big a deal. At Twin Cities Premier Health, acoustic wave therapy is the latest advancement in the treatment of erectile dysfunction. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take the pill, you know that, to create a pharmaceutically induced erection and wipe out all the spontaneity, reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer. A free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is valued at $800, 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure you tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. So if you've been following my progress with minnesotafatloss.com i've lost right at 27 pounds and you can too with the mmfatloss.com summer special $200 off now only through july 30th i'm going into my maintenance phase i can't recommend this program any higher of course any fat loss program is going to take some effort but honestly with mmfatloss.com comes secret 
to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. The maintenance program allows me to add back in some more of the foods I love and still maintain my weight loss. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and save $200 with their summer special. 200 bucks off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Brittany and I were just sitting here in the studio. Picture comes on and we both, Aloha, hoi. What's going on there, Don Ho? Well, we're going to be outside today, and it's like 197 degrees. It so is I figured not, you big baby. It's it's awful out. Sugar tit. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I like your shirt. It is a nice shirt. We did also uh, decide that you were pretending to talk to somebody during the break. No, I've got a job shadow here today. I'm not <laughs> Show them. Tell them. Get them in the camera. Let's see them. Come you have, on over here. Nora. You have a what? A job shadow here. This is Nora. Hi, Nora. Hi. What's going on, Nora? Nora, tell us what you've learned from Christopher. Um, I've learned a lot of things. He didn't tell you to sit down, sister. <laughs> I'm not sitting. I'm just short. Oh, okay. But, um, I've learned a lot about how, like, the newsroom actually works and how they don't, they don't write everything <laughs> that they read. If it just kind of shows up for them and they read it off and like what's playing in your ears and all the ads. I don't know. It's really interesting to see it. That's awesome, Nora. Are you still, are you in high school or are you in college? I'm in college. I'm going to be a sophomore in college next year. Nice. And is this the field you want to go into or are you just feeling it out? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Cool. Next time somebody asks you that question, you go, what are you talking about? I'm 37. <laughs> you could be. I have no idea. I have a one-year-old. I don't know what people yeah, age. There you I go. don't know what's going on. Well, Nora, you've got a great, uh, you're following a great guy. I'm sure he's already told you that, though. Well, who else is there with him? <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Why would I tell her that? Brittany, you're such a turd. <laughs> oh, well. So, Nora, what, what do you want to do? You want to be a reporter? You want to be an anchor? What do you want to do? You know, right now I really like writing, so I guess we'll do something. But I'm just kind of feeling it out and seeing what it's all about. By like being behind the camera is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so, just anything. I, right now I like writing, so I think that's what I'm hoping for. All right, you could. You know, you should write a book about like a big whale and call it like Moby Dick or something. What do you think? 
It's a good idea. I don't, I don't know how original that is. Yeah, maybe not. You might be right. Moby Dick 2. Yeah, You're Moby, welcome, Moby Nora. Dick 2. You're welcome. <laughs> the journey home. Journey <laughs> Moby home. Dick 2, the journey home. More Moby. <laughs> I like that. Whatever happened to Moby? Is he still alive? Remember the disc jockey Moby Dodd? Yeah, I don't know what. He's around. he's still around. Is he still around? Yeah, no, he's around. Eminem says nobody listens to techno, but I disagree. Uh, because see, everybody down the street from me definitely listens to techno. See, Nora, Eminem was a very popular. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Yep. I love that. <laughs> what, what are you Dude, talking she's about? She's sharp, man. She is. Uh, she's. I, I love I've her. I've had many a people come along for one day of seeing what this is all about. She's light years ahead of them. She's very sharp. I'm impressed. So, Nora, um, if you, do you want to work at Channel 5? Do you have any interest in working there? Yeah, I would love to. Who do you I want me to fire? <laughs> Don't get him started, Nora. Tom is he's one of those like monkey paw wishes that monkey you, paw. You make monkey a wish, paw. it'll happen, but you'll monkey like hear about paw. on the news something. It's crazy. <laughs> oh I don't want to dig a hole for myself already. Good point. That's a Nora. good point. Nora, well, I hope you, you do end up with a position that'll be magnificent. The fact that you would even pop onto the screen, most people would be too intimidated to do that. So wow, she's a <laughs> I'm telling you, she's going places. I can tell. I agree. She booted Eggert right out of I the I sure did, and I loved it. I mean. Chris, move wow. over. Move over, Chris. Well, thanks, Nora. You're the best. Good luck in everything you do. Thank you. Thank you. Nice job, Nora. I know. She's killing it. See? Oh, I'm she... telling you, man. She's got it. She gets she an applause break. She what? The yeah. future is Nora. He had an applause yeah. break for her. Mm -hmm. That was very nice. No question. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Mr. Chris Eggert and Nora, they're watching. Uh, so what's big in the news this morning, sir? Uh, well, the heat, obviously, and the weather that blew through yesterday. So there were some pop-up storms that did a considerable amount of damage out in Hudson. Really? Uh, North Hudson, a roof ripped off an apartment building. Ooh. And, uh, and then, like, Bad Badness Heights saw, uh, in the North Metro, Blaine and Badness Heights also saw some, like, pretty significant tree damage. Mm -hmm. It was one of those weird things, though, and they, they you know, they said there's a possibility for it. It wasn't going to be, like, a widespread weather thing where everybody was going to get nailed, but just these little pockets, like, that. the North Hudson damage is surprisingly bad. That's so, sad. Uh, I love Hudson. Yeah, Great it is like there's a bunch of people in the apartment building and there's a new mom in there. And um, so, yeah, kind of a drag, that's for sure. So it's just, I mean, that's summertime in Minnesota. You're going to get those pop-up storms and summer yeah. severe. Yeah, it's just been such a dry year. And the last couple of years have been so quiet, really, when it comes to the severe weather stuff. So um, when it happens, I think, you know, uh, people are a little surprised by it. I guess, but I mean, it's this is yeah. Minnesota. We get we get the storms, no doubt about it. No, it's true. It's true. All right, everything else good? Yeah, well, I just uh, I brought this up about a half an hour ago on the show that I was, yeah. um, and I, I guess I'm bringing it up to you because you must be covering this a lot. But I had three friends tell me they were in different stores. I'm not going to say where, but they were all at malls. All three were at malls, and all three of them standing. These are different people, different locations. I don't even know one another. But they brought this up to me because, you know, they knew I do a show and all that stuff. Uh, standing there at the cash register, looking over their shoulder, people walk in, grab an armful of clothing, and just walk out the door. What are we going to do about that? I, I don't think, I'm told from people who are in, uh, one of my really good friends um, is in the loss prevention business. 
Mm-hmm. Like they are very limited, if anything, that they can do with people. They can try to intersect that or try to um, intervene at some point. Mm-hmm. But if that person walks out of the store, they can't. I, I, I don't think they can touch them. I don't no. think like I think that's just. They're stealing. Why can't they? All you can do is verbalize. Like when I used to sell shoes in the North Loop, all you can do is verbalize stuff. You can say, like, you can try to like, it's like a pretend power. You go, hey, you need to put that down. But in reality, do they? Like you can't physically stop them and you shouldn't because, uh, I mean, if you get hurt, that's going to be on you. But the whole thing they always tell you to say is like, you try to verbalize, hey, put that down and I won't call the police or whatever. But the reality of it, if they want to pick up something and walk out, you can't stop them and you probably shouldn't. Okay, so the problem with that is that you and me, we work, we go to buy something and it's going to cost three times more than it used to. Why do we have to pay for their stolen goods? Because we do. Mm -hmm. The price ends up going up. I mean, it would probably be even more money if the person got hurt and then we have to pay the insurance prices. Oh, you mean that? But where's security? Why don't they have security everywhere? You don't have That's security. What I'm saying. Like at security, every store. security is very limited. I, I'm not, I'm not talking Why? about like a secret shopper guy. Like my, you know, it was a few years back when my buddy did this. But um, like, he's a trained law enforcement, and he was. They were not in that position. Um, granted, the power to be able to physically confront someone or anything. It was, as like Brittany said, it was like try to basically scare them into turning around and bringing the stuff back. What I it? need a new pair of shoes, though. I guess I'm wondering where I could go to Sure. just walk in. And I would, and I'd be the worst thief. One person would say one thing to me, and I would like, oh, no, I'm just got here. I, you know, like, <laughs> I actually hate shoes. Chuck them, run yeah, out. Uh, but How do these things get on my feet? <laughs> I mean, but once again, the problem here is that you and I are picking up the tab for it. Not always. Yeah, no, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't really want to buy a shirt for $700. Like this it, one. $700. Yeah, 700 <laughs> like, At least. I actually very got nice, it on sale for $650. It's a very nice $700 shirt. But it's, it's going to get more and more and more expensive. I mean, they're doing it everywhere now and getting away. I understand you don't want to be intervening and getting hurt and all that stuff. I understand yeah. all that. But maybe instead of passing it on to the consumer, maybe we can demand you need to get more security. And that's all there is to it. Yeah, it's just, you know, you have these little stores and there's just no, there would be no, 24-7, there would be no chance of that having security. I mean, I think what would eventually happen is you have these stores that have lock, you lock the entrance and you pretty much need like... (laughs) Uh, an appointment to get in. I mean, that's where I see things going if it kept going like this. I know a store like that. You have to have an appointment to even go in there. Yeah, and like give your information. That's all it's going to have to be. You're right. They can't keep losing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a day in inventory. It's not going to sustain itself. But some... I told... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, Well, some some stores are built on that. Like built on that concept like the zara's the 20 you know whatever it's it is it's like we don't even care about the things that are stole from here because we're mass consumption and so it's that but then there's some little boutiques that they can't handle big losses like that oh god no there's no no question about i don't understand again i don't have that in my brain to go 
Oh, that's all right. I'll just go in and steal some stuff. They can't stop me. I could never do that. Yeah. I, it's just not in my head. I stole one thing once a long time ago, and my mom beat the living crap out of me right in the aisle of Ben Franklin. <laughs> Ooh, Ben Franklin. No what wonder. Was it? She put the hurting on me, man. Oh, boy. I, I was like, no, I'm not doing that again. You know what's really weird about that story? The one time I shoplifted was at a Ben Franklin on Plymouth <gasps> Avenue. You guys. I went back years later after I got a good job. I stole a yo-yo, and the yo-yo was like 50 cents. I walked back into Ben Franklin years later, put a $100 bill on the desk, and just left. <laughs> I just never got over it. I did not like being a thief. I uh, didn't care for it. Chris, what was the item you stole? It was a toy, too. It was... Um, Ooh. It, it, well, first of all, it was a couple of those really long, like, Mardi Gras balloons. You guys know what I'm talking <laughs> sure. about? Yeah. Yep. You needed it. No, that was a necessity. Yeah. Needed that. Uh, yep. And also, they had this stupid little orange squiggle thing that was like it looked like it's like a pipe cleaner but it was like this little creature and you could like make it go around a pencil and like if you knew what you're doing it would like do magical things oh. you guys know what i'm talking about yeah yeah like it's like a desk um, pad. I, I took that thing too you guys are really bad examples for nora i just want to i'm say guessing it. sorry nora uh, but I, well, I never got out of the store that, like I said, mom laid, put the hurt down on me right there in the store. Like, I mean, listen, this was the seventies too, where we were free to strike and she, she let me have it. That's for sure. Well, I will tell you if my mother ever found out I stole that yo-yo, she'd have burst into tears. That's how she always got back at me is by crying. It's like, stop um, doing that, mom. God. That's the, she's Catholic, right? The Catholic, oh yeah, the Catholic that's crying. That's Catholic guilt trip, man. <laughs> Pack your bags. Here we go. We're going Very on a guilt true. trip. Very true, but I don't know. We got to do something about the shoplifting. We can't just let them keep doing it because that shirt you're wearing right now, what's that? About three, four hundred bucks? No. Well, it's gonna be. <laughs> Trust me, so, it's, it's a Marshall's nine ninety nine because I got oh, the same one. Oh well, I own the same one. We shop in the same spot, Chris. I love the fact that you are a thrifty shopper because I'm the same way. Twinsies. Yeah. Only because this was a sponsor that provided this shirt for me, I can't. I can't leave it at that. This is a hammer made shirt. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it is. I love hammer made stuff. It's actually very uh, good. It's yeah. very nice. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that was uh, that was a little something. Uh, Ooh, that's must, all I'll say about must that. be nice, Chris. <laughs> I don't, it's not, I don't get very many of the sponsored clothes, but when we do, we have to like put up a thing. Wardrobe provided by blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah. yeah. Just sure. like the twins players, must mm -hmm. be nice. Yeah. Most of my wardrobe is provided by Amazon.com. Yeah. Hmm, I've heard of it. You know what's funny about I, that? I do the same thing. I need a new pair of pants. I better go on Amazon. <laughs> Like, yeah, really? or I'll go try them on somewhere else and then I'll go to Amazon and order sure. them. <laughs> Which is such an a-hole thing to do. Totally a-hole thing to do. It is. You're I want to right. tell you guys, so this story that happened at the game a couple days ago, I teased this yesterday. Um, we were at the Twins game on Saturday night, um, and uh, the craziest thing happened, and I want to know how one of you guys would have reacted so my buddy and I are at the game, beautiful night. They're playing Chicago. Um, twins have been on a roll since the all-star break. Like it was a full house, like really fun atmosphere. We went to go get some food, some at Kramarchik's and go out and stand in right field where there's that kind of open air plaza there. Mm -hmm. You guys know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yep. Um, and just happened to settle in be behind this 
row of guys that were sitting in front of us and we weren't standing very close. We we're like maybe three feet behind them. And we just got our Cromarchics. It wasn't done. So we had to sit around and wait for it like 15 minutes. Um, so it took a little while. So we got over there. My buddy was like so hungry. He took a bite into his cheddar worst and the thing, the thing spewed all over the back of the guy in front of us. Like, I mean, like just nailed him in the back of the head. So no, we come in, we stand behind them. And then the first thing that happens, my buddy spews cheddar worst all over the dude's back, (laughs) all over his neck. Whoops. He was so irritated. Was he mad? He was big mad. Oh my God. Yes. He was mad. It looked like he had a new Herbeck shirt on that he had just probably bought at the game. And so he took the shirt off. He was like trying to got some ice to wash the grease and the cheese out of it. And oh my God, we just, I felt so bad, but I guess I was wondering like, how do you handle that situation? To me, the guy was as, he wasn't nice, but he wasn't like, I want to fight you over it either. Right. Yeah. Right. I bought him like three beers to try to make up for it. <laughs> I feel like yeah, three beers is probably the price of the jersey because of but how see, expensive we didn't beers are. Leave though, we stayed right there. For Why? The Why? I don't know. You're gonna just spew your cheese on them and then leave. I felt like no. we kind of were obligated to stay there. I agree. At that point, do you have cash on you at this in this scenario? Yeah, cash is king. Like throw some cash. I mean. Th- I feel like I'd be like, here's 20 bucks. I'm so sorry. I know that won't solve this problem, but like get a round of beers on us. Tommy, what would you do? Oh, same thing. Absolutely. I would stay and make sure that I'm mean, give him a little dough to get the thing cleaned or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I would stay. Well, what if you were the guy who got hit with the sausage remnants? I might <laughs> hit him back with my own sausage. Yeah, right? Like, seriously. It's a weird visual. It's a very mean, weird visual. I just mean the... The wiener. Oh, no, wait a okay. minute. Wait, Not we that. still can get wiener.com if we need it. Sorry, right. Nora. Hey, well, by the way, Chris, do you know that wiener.com is wide open for a porn site? <laughs> no, but that's good to know. <laughs> that seems sincere. I've never been a porn guy either. I'm not big on that stuff. I was like, oh boy, look how much fun they're having while I'm watching. Uh, Who cares? I feel like if I got hit by a bunch of cheese, I'd be okay with it. I, well, I yeah, it was an accident. Yeah. But like, I'm the type of person to, even if I wasn't, I would be like, it's fine. I've always wanted cheese on my shirt because I'm so Minnesotan. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd secretly be mad about it later in my life. But like the Minnesotan in me would be like, oh no, perfect. Like now it's more authentic. Thank you. I appreciate Like that's how I'd handle it. How, how would you have Chris? Uh, I don't know. Rudy, how would you have handled it? I would have washed the shirt just kept it. I would have taken your beers for sure. Mm-hmm. I would have washed the shirt. And then if there was still a grease stain on it, every time somebody brought it up, because it's, it's on the back of the shirt, I'm never going to see it. Yeah. Right. But if somebody brought it up, I would raise holy hell and be like, you should have seen this son of a bitch at the Twins game. This guy got me all covered with Kamarchek's cheddar worst. That's I got up. I got in that dude's face. I yeah. have a story behind yeah. it. Like, I don't need a new shirt. Well, I just want to make content. Add add to it, you can throw in Chris Eggert's name. Yeah. I'd be like, you ever watch the news? Maybe you oh, heard God. of it? Yeah. Dude, they I, wouldn't. They wouldn't have any idea. We had a weatherman from Duluth up at uh, WKBJ or KBJR, yeah, and he was a weather guy, and he was playing pool, and he was drunk, and he spit whiskey at a friend of mine, and from that day forward, we <laughs> always watched Channel Six and be like, "There's that son of a bitch there's that bl- spat whiskey." <laughs> at there's him. that llama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
You know what I would do for you, though, Chris? If you and I were there and you did that yeah. to somebody, yeah. I'd go, damn you, Paul Majors. <laughs> <laughs> Use a different name. Totally. <laughs> Frank Vassalero, I can't believe you would do Frank that. Frank Vassalero. Exactly. Minnesota zone, Frank Vassalero. I just Frankie. felt so bad, but it was so awkward. Like, do we leave or do we stay there? It was a great spot. Yeah, like, yeah. I was loving where we were at. And I felt like it would have been an even bigger dick move to, like, soak them with the cheese and then leave, right? Yeah. I don't know. I would have left. Because yeah. I feel like... You would have left? Yeah, because I feel like he has to be reminded and he can't full show his emotions that you are still there. You have to be reminded. Like, some things you just have to, like, yeah, maybe throw money at the problem and walk away because, like, nobody's enjoying themselves. He wants to talk crap about you and you're ruining it by trying to be the nice guy next to him. Walk yeah, away. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. That is true. Yeah, that's funny, though. All right. There's my – I think I teased it yesterday. What do Kramarczyk's Cheddar and Kent Herbeck have to do with each other? So there you go. There you – oh, by the way, because when you brought up his name, I had a guy come up to me last night when we were out, and he goes, Tom, I got to tell you something. I've been listening to your new morning show, and I – Herbeck has never been better. I'm like, you're going to go from – I listen to your show, but Herbeck is the star. Is that what you're going to do to me? I have to agree with him. <laughs> I, well, there you go. I only come in here Monday through Friday to wait for that Herbeck report. Wait I for love, the Herbeck report. They I, People love that report. He's so they funny. Of they do. He's he, a good guy. He's hilarious. I didn't even know that. My life was just missing Herbeck. Like, I didn't know that. Well, again, you got a guy who's been in two World Series, and he says things like, yeah, well, we'd be a lot better off if those people didn't suck. I know. I, I love that about him. And he literally will just, you will you guys will rag on the twins, and he's like, I'm sorry, are they still in first place? And I'm like, yep, Kent, you win this round. Yep. Like Every time great. I call him on Fridays, he answers the phone. I go, Kent, what's going on? He goes, ah, just hanging like a sack of nuts. There you go. <laughs> hanging like a sack of nuts, ladies and gentlemen. Rudy, apologize to Nora. <laughs> It's a newsroom. Are oh, you kidding that's me? True. That's, that's true. Nora's heard worse. She's also a sophomore She's a college, college student. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's probably heard worse. I just want her to have just like a, a, an experience that felt classy and real in this, this world, but never mind. Right. This is a very real experience for sure. <laughs> All right. Chrissy has to go because he's got a news report to do. Nora, get the hell out of the way. You heard me. She's going to sit down and take over the rest of the show. Man. Well, I, <laughs> there you go. She's welcome. Tell her to come on in. Yeah. Come to the podcast studio if you want to sit in on the show. We'd love to have you. All right, young man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Bye, Bye Chris. Chris Eggert. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert. Nora doing a hell of a job. She's a very pleasant person, didn't you think? Yes, she was lovely. She was she lovely. Yeah. What movie was that? Lovely. Lovely. I don't Lovely. you always say that in a Remember it was from a movie. I don't I don't know how to Google that. And the guy was Lovely. creeping on a woman. Yeah. It was Lovely. It it's Can't like remember. a scary movie where it is. he's yep. yeah. Yep. That would be lovely. We have to take a break. Come right back, ladies and gentlemen. Our very special guest, Adam Carolla, will be on with us uh, coming up next. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. 
On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, Thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs. But the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more. And you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6200 stores. See details at AutoZone.com. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze. With clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more, our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tritune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down, By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. So, if you've been following my progress with MinnesotaFatLoss.com, I've lost right at 27 pounds, and you can too with the MNFatLoss.com Summer Special, $200 off, now only through July 30th. I'm going into my maintenance phase. I can't recommend this program any higher. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort, but honestly, with MNFatLoss.com comes secret to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. The maintenance program allows me to add back in some more of the foods I love and still maintain my weight loss. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and save $200 with their summer special. 200 bucks off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com, keyword passport.
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Just let me know when uh, when Adam's ready to go. And we just got him up. Oh, you got him up already. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Adam, how are you? Good, Tom. How are you doing? Well, now that you're here, things are magnificent. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> agreed. 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 I, I kind of liked it. How did this whole com- comedy fa- uh, fantasy camp come together? How did you do this? You know, I interviewed the guy who'd done the rock and roll fantasy camp a, a few times, and, and I thought it was really interesting. And the same guy had been doing rock and roll fantasy camp for years, but his background was in comedy. And so at some point, it just popped in my head. I said, this should be basically a comedy fantasy camp as well, as well as a rock and roll fantasy camp, but just take the same model and apply it to comedy. And he said, that's a great idea. And so here we are. No, I think it is a great idea. Adam got together with Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp to create Comedy Camp and brought along his friend Jay Leno. I, I tell you what, Adam, what a combo that is. Jay is another one of my favorite people in the world. What a great guy. He's really just the best, and you wish everyone was more like Jay Leno. <laughs> I mean, he's just so easy to oh, deal he, with, and, and it, that, that's how I got him involved with this. I just called him. I was like, hey, Jay, you're going to be in town this weekend? He's like, yeah, I'll be in town. I go, all right, you want to do this thing? But yeah, okay. That was about it. Now, to explain this, four days of sessions with top comedians, TV showrunners from Seinfeld and uh, Friends, plus a podcasting session with Adam Carolla, finished the live stand-up performance at Hollywood Improv with feedback from Adam. And Now, I got the only reason I'm reading that, Adam, is because you're going to be there, Jay Leno's going to be there. Do you think that's going to be a bit intimidating for young comedians trying to break through? You know, it's weird because I never think of myself as, as really anything. I just think sure. picture myself as, you know, Jenny from the block. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Calm down. Me too, Adam. I think he's Jenny from the block. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have. I'm, I got so humbled for so long that I'm confused. Like sometimes people will say, you know, uh, you know, you got to know what that sounds like coming from you. And I go, coming from me? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... I, I, I guess, you know, it, it does. I, I have, I don't have low self-esteem. I just have no self-esteem. I don't even, sure. I don't feel like I exist. So to me, it's a confusing question. But yeah, practically, sure, maybe somebody feels a little intimidated or something like that. And look, that's part of doing comedy. If you want to do comedy, you're going to have to deal right with showing up and, you know, I did a show. I did a show at the Improv not that long ago in Hollywood, and I was like back in the green room, and they're like Paul McCartney's in the audience, and I was yeah. like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> <laughs> Paul McCartney paid money to see me. That's insane. Right. So you have to you have to kind of deal with that. Well, what's great about that, though, Adam, and I can speak about this personally. Uh, that they'll realize right away. I mean, I remember the first time I met you in person years and years and years ago, you are a very pleasant person, and you do go out of your way to make people feel very comfortable. Do you know are you even doing that? You know, I kind of figured out a long time ago when I was doing Loveline on MTV and doing radio shows, and we'd have guests on, Mm -hmm. and maybe I could tell they're a little bit nervous or something. And I would always just go into their dressing room and I would say, say whatever you want. You, you can't 
be bad on the show. If it's a bad episode, that'll be my fault. But you say whatever you want. Don't worry about it. And I just, because I wanted them to relax and I wanted to get the best out of them, you know. And, and I do remember in the past performing and having people like producers say, don't say this and don't say that and don't talk about that. And really like get up in my head. Yeah. And it, it was difficult. Like I went out there thinking, you know, it was like a first date when you're trying to worry about which fork is the salad fork, you know, <laughs> yeah. doing everything wrong, you know, because you got up in your head. So I just realized that, for selfish purposes, because I wanted people to have a good show. I would just come say whatever you want, relax, that's, have fun. That's so nice, because I do think when you take the ownership, go, hey, whatever happens that's on me, it just relaxes people so much. Yeah, and I kind of meant it. I felt yeah. like if this show sucks, it'll, it'll be my name's on the show, and yeah. that'll be because I didn't do a good enough job, maybe with you. No, but either way, I'll just take ownership of it. Well, it gets back to not only how nice of a guy you are, but to go back to that humility thing. When you and I were in Oklahoma City, we're having a drink together, and we were talking about like some of our jokes from the night before in our set. And I said, you know, this part of your joke, you know, you're such a good comic. And then you stopped me and went, you think I'm a good comic? And I was like, you're Adam friggin' Corolla. Of course I think you're a good comic. And you were blown away that somebody would give you a compliment. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my family of origin or something. Sure. Something like that. But also, I, I do so many different things in, in comedy that I, I never really I claim to be a black belt in one thing, you know. So maybe that was... I'm, I'm, I'm used to people saying I'm funny, but not, I'm not known as a stand-up, for instance. No, I mean, but you, look, Adam, I, I ended up doing this show first inspired by the fact that you did the, the thing first, that you were a radio guy, and you went on and said, no, 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 you became the biggest podcaster in the world uh, shortly after that, and I kind of just followed your lead in that situation. Oh, I should mention this, by the way, you can catch Adam on the road with her own Rudy Pavich. Now, it doesn't say, uh, okay, so basically it's it's coming up in August because it says Thursday at Boise and that, that's this Thursday and Friday and then oh, it's August. this Thursday yeah. and Friday. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. Th Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You're talking about Boise and Portland. Yep. And then August 25th and 26th. Boise sold, sold out, I think, but maybe, oh. maybe Portland. All right, on. Okay. And then the Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin, on August 25th and 26th. Adam will be there with Rudy. So I'm glad to see that everything's got Well, first of all, Adam, I, I've, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but you do work very, very hard. And I think people need to know that because I think some people watching, they go, oh, well, you know, he, he's good on the microphone and he's funny and all the rest of it. So, But you work your ass off, and I've watched you do it. You really work hard. Yeah, but it's not, you know, I used to work construction. So right, it's not, right, right. Not really work, you know, work. Work for me used to mean outside in the heat, you know, with the day labors, you know, up on a roof. You know, I, I really got that built into me. And so standing around, air conditioning, a beer in my hand, I just can't, I just don't think of it as work. No, I understand that. No, absolutely. I, 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 you know, to get on a microphone and BS every morning for 52 years, it's, it's not work after a while. You're right about that. 
and no question about it. Now, October 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th, Hollywood, California. If people want to get involved with this, I know we only got you for about two more minutes, Adam, because you're a busy man, but uh, if people want to get involved, how do they get involved? You can go to comedyfantasycamps.com, and uh, you can have all the information you need there. Sign on up. Okay, Adam, will you? I know that you guys have this whole comedy fantasy camp, but will you give us one of the big tips that you see in new comics that you, you tell people? Um, I would say don't do your impersonation of anybody you saw before you. Right. Let's see if we can find your voice. It, I think it's very common, and all of us have run into this, where you just are, you end up doing your version of somebody you thought was really funny when you were 15, and let's just figure out your version of you, and I think that's sort of the goal for all comedians. See, I think that's wonderful because, I you know, I won't do it, but but uh, that great story about Jeff Cesario showing up in Hollywood, he's walking down the street with Jerry Seinfeld, and they and Jerry said, hey, you want to meet Rodney Dangerfield? And he went, oh, God, yeah, I'd love to meet him. And I won't finish the story because it, what Rodney said was very, very funny, but you know, it just those moments. Jeff Cesario's brand new in Los Angeles, and the first day he gets picked up by Seinfeld and gets to meet Rodney Dangerfield. A lot of people don't get that kind of a welcome, do they? No, I was probably in the mid forties, maybe, maybe low, maybe high thirties percentage wise. <laughs> That's about it. You think about thirty percent of them get yeah. to meet. A couple of legends. Of the Seems accurate. No question about that. Adam, it's always great to see your name on the docket. I cannot wait to see you. I haven't seen you in a while in person, and I can't wait to see you again. I've enjoyed your company, and you've been great to me over the years, and I do appreciate it, sir. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you again soon, pal. All right? All right, Tom. Thanks a lot. Take care. Adam Carolla, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you can catch Adam on the road with her own Rudy Pavich on Thursday and well, Thursdays in Boise yep. uh, at the Egyptian Theater, uh, Friday and Saturday in Portland, Oregon at the Helium Comedy Club, then August 25th and 26th. A salute to my mother because August 25th is her birthday. I don't know if you planned on that or not, but I just threw it in. Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin. Where is Appleton, Wisconsin? It is just south of Green Bay. Uh, oh, it's on sure. the east side. It's it's as far. I think it's is it. On, it's not on like one of the Great Lakes, but it's over. There's a giant lake that's next to it. I'm spacing on the name of it, but yeah, it's kind of on the east side of Wisconsin. Yeah. I should have remembered that because I, I believe that's where Orson Welles was born. Oh and sure. I think it, I think he was born in Appleton, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Not sure about that, but I think so. I always love having Adam Carolla on because he's a very nice man, very, very pleasant, hardworking guy. Yeah. I mean, he has done so many things for so many people, you and me included, no question about it. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.